Now I sat back and I thought to myself, body positivity, when was the first time I had issues with my body? And she told me, you will never be a ballet dancer, your legs are too fat. Sure, it's like you're reading my journal. I tipped the scale at 101, 102. For me, at 25, I was one person. By 31, 31, I was a different person body-wise. But after the baby, I was a different person. So it's always been an evolving. Then I had a second baby. So my body relationship has been a consistent up and down battle. It's in flux. There we go. I didn't like the number in my jeans. I didn't like that it took me 45 minutes and 15 shops in a mall to find a pair of jeans that didn't make me want to, like, literally kill myself. Oh, no, I've been positive about my body my whole life. said no woman ever. (laughs) (laughs) I love myself completely. Yeah. I think what the umbrella of body positivity is, loving your body Mm. for what it is. In loving your body, you will do what is best for your body. Unscripted, unedited, and up close. Welcome to Unshaken, an exclusive and uncensored roundtable podcast featuring East Coast Radio's Carol Ofori, Kerry Miller, Stacey Norman, and Minin Tuli. They share their thoughts and beliefs around sexuality, body image, feminism, marriage, money, and everything in between. So body positivity. Okay, so just a quick one. Let's start back in 1956. Just a quick background of body positivity. 1956 is a guy called Lou, right? This guy was really upset about how fat people with big inverted commas were treated in society. And he just started this whole movement called fat acceptance. So at the time, it wasn't called body positivity. It was fat acceptance. So saying, hey, listen, we're human too. Stop treating us differently from the thin people, big inverted commas. Because I really think fat and thin is relative, but we'll get there. And then in 1996, two women then came up with the term body positivity. And then it grew stems of um, self-love, it grew stems of health, grew stems of wealth. Mm. And I was like, okay, I love this conversation. Now I sat back and I thought to myself, body positivity, when was the first time I had issues with my body? And I'm going to start off with you, Stacey. When was the first time? So how old were you? And who was it that made you realize there's a problem with Stacy. I was nine. Sure, I was um, doing ballet. Obviously, she was going to be a ballerina of the prima <laughs> variety. And her name was Mrs. Pote. And she came to the Catholic school and taught the girls the ballets. And she told me, you will never be a ballet dancer. Your legs are too fat. Sure. It's like you're reading my journal. Same and thing for me. Yeah. I went home. And it, it's funny because sure. at nine, obviously, you, you don't understand that but i was like i felt it i was like that's not okay yeah to say to me on so many levels i think i was hacked because i wasn't going to be like the main Mm. ballerina or whatever i obviously told my mother my mother came back and got her fired but that was the first time but it didn't stick Mm. um i then just did other forms of dance because turns out she loves to you know get low can't do that in ballet also point (laughs) point shoes weren't gonna work um but being at university i think i was 20 22 23 realizing at that stage i was a size 16 but it it didn't occur to me that i'd got how i'd gotten there Mm. like had i eaten myself there was i genetically there was it a combination why was i eating so much and that was when i kind of started getting more healthy and started running and and that kind of stuff it was never because I didn't love myself. I was just aware of what my body looked like. I didn't like the number in my jeans. I didn't like that it took me 45 minutes and 15 shops in a mall to find a pair of jeans that didn't make me want to, like, 
literally kill myself. Stacey, you, if, if you don't mind me going through this, I think a couple of months ago you showed me a pic, like your before picture, and I saw you were quite a chunky girl. You're probably my size. And without then, the boobs. Yeah, well, yeah. I've never the had boobs. the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know what was the reason for you to then decide, hey, it's time for me to lose the weight. It was never a decision about losing weight. It was about control. So were you happy with yourself when you saw yourself in the mirror? Um, I, I didn't have feelings on it. Like I've, you know, I love clothing. I love stuff. I can adorn my body any way. I can dress myself so that I look as svelte as I want to. Mm. I was like, I'm going to change my body because I want to change my life. And that's what love exercise that. was. It was never, and, and again, it's difficult. If you are over a certain size, it is difficult to be, I mean, I've always been the hot one, so I'm not worried about that, but I'm saying to find, to find the clothes, to find the cute stuff, to pull Uh off the fashion. I mean, at that stage, it was low cut jeans. I can't run around in low cut jeans. I can't wear what all the cool girls are wearing because it's not available in my size. And it became annoying, but the running and the exercise and the health, that was about control because I couldn't control a lot of what was going on around me. So I started controlling what I put into my body and how I treated my body. Carol, hmm. first time you realized, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with my body. And who was it made, that made you realize that? I don't remember. So you've never had any body issues? No, I've, I've had body issues, of course. I've got two kids and uh, my body can tell you I've had two kids. I mean, if I had to lay on a bed, you would be able to tell that this woman's body has had children. Okay. So um as in the first i don't remember there were plenty mm. i don't remember the first one do you remember the first time after giving birth to your firstborn and i want to know your first thoughts because i had a conversation with andy does traffic a traffic queen and she was saying many I, I can't explain it to you how it felt looking at myself the first time i gave birth mm. what was going through your mind when you gave birth what were you thinking of yourself uh, look, I think my body's gone through a lot. Uh, I mean, as a as a kid, I was quite athletic. Victrix Adoran, by the way. What? Uh, oh, girl. So, <laughs> I gained most of my weight after 25. What happened at 25, I moved out of home mm. and I, I lived on my own. Mm-hmm. And I made my own decisions about food. I made my own decisions about what I was putting in my body. Um, and I took control of my own life. And in doing so, I started gaining a bit of weight. Uh, by the time I had my first child, I was 31. By then, I had gained quite a lot of weight. And then, of course, the baby just adds a lot more weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, the process of your body evolving from not being a mom to being a mom is quite something. Um, your tummy, it's an incredible feeling. But it's also quite scary when you look in the mirror. and You're like, wow, what is happening to my body? Mm-hmm. Um, your tummy looks different. Your breasts feel different your pum pum feels weird it feels like there's your pum pum yes <laughs> was that your vagina yes yes <laughs> and I think like, the bum, I was like I wasn't, I wasn't sure I just think that in this discussion I think we need to actually be able to say vagina because I, uh, that's the Look, one I mean, thing that's as well, how I'm like, expressing myself I, no no I'm pum pum if you want to use vagina use vagina I'm trying to express myself in my in my storytelling hashtag pum pum yes it's a pum pum so it feels different. Yeah. Everything feels different. And then you give birth, right? And in giving birth, your body doesn't just ah, 
Babies out. Flat but celebs do it. Titties. No, it's not real. No, they, they don't. They come out of hibernation when the body yeah. has adjusted. You yeah. Know? Um, and so, yes, the first time you look in the mirror, it's strange because you have this tummy, but there's no baby in it. Mm. Right. Um, you have these breasts that are super cool, but they're also just squirting milk. So mm. it's uber weird okay <laughs> yeah you get in the shower and it's like everywhere um so it's your body is different and it's 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 really hard to relate to it yeah because it's a new person yeah and you're like for me at 25 i was one person by 31 mm. 31 i was a different person body wise mm. but after the baby i was a different person so it's always been an evolving then i had a second baby no so my body relationship has been a consistent up and down battle it's in flux there we go sure so yeah it is it is hard to to appreciate your body as it is i always say to my husband i mean look at look at this tummy look at this and he goes babes those are your battle scars those oh, are your battle scars to show you went to war and look at the beautiful babies you've got yeah. out of it, you got know? oh. so he'll always encourage me he's a gm sure yeah we love him <laughs> clone great, <laughs> great. <laughs> another one <laughs> imagine if we all arrive at like the east coast radio party with the exact same man <laughs> carol there's a money-making opportunity <laughs> so for me it's been it's been a a journey it really really has and like when you ask me the first person i cannot tell you because i've had so many mm. people people i love people i respect who've done it to me i don't want to name anybody um but it's happened across the board and it still happens today carol i feel that and i see your eyes like watering up yeah watering up yeah. and and i feel that because i feel like then you're telling my story yeah carrie you are what would also like would describe as a health guru do you remember or ever having any negative thoughts about your body and who was it that first gave you that first Oh no, I've been positive about my body my whole life. Said no woman ever. <laughs> I love myself completely. Yeah. So like Stacy, I had a ballet teacher that's I'm pretty sure she's still teaching ballet, so I'm not going to name her. Uh she used to hold a lighter under our legs. And she also just said to me, Those thighs are not made for ballet. Sure. Then at swimming, I was also about nine or ten. The boys used to under the water come under. We thought it was a teacher, your thighs are so big, oh, thunder no. thighs, thunder thighs. Mm. And then I started wearing baggies when I swam, which was which made it stand out more. Because yeah. then they were like, "Well, you're having your period." So then I hated my period. So anything about women was shit. Yeah. It was horrible. Hated my period. Got boobs at eleven. Got my period at eleven. First girl hated that. My mom, bless her, and mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I'm even mentioning you here, but she was doing it for my betterment. She used to see that I was a bit on the chunky side. Whether genetic, whether whatever, I was a kid who ate everything, you know. I never knew about what was right or not. What tasted nice was Smarties mm. and that stuff. My mom, in, in an effort to make me not have to deal with ugliness, was always like, if you lose a little bit of weight, then you can get that thing you want. Or if you, mm. And again, I only bring this up because I don't want to not, and I'm, and I'm not saying that you should have, Carol, but I don't want to, she meant so well, she meant so well. But you can't be a dancer if you have that body. And, you know, when you sit down, you're supposed to have crinkles, not the rolls. And all these things that... And I was even told where the, the gap was supposed to be when you stood together. It should yeah. be the gap, like, just under your... What's it called? Pom-pom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the gap there, the gap by the thigh, the gap by a knee, and the yeah. gap by the ankles. Yeah. Then in high school, in high school, it was such an obvious thing 
the girls used to tell us, and I mean other girls, not teachers, it's okay if you eat too much at lunch, you just puke afterwards. Oh. Didn't oh. even think that that was something bizarre. Didn't think about it. And it was grape diet for a week, only eat grapes. Wow. And then it was this, and then it was fucking Weight Watchers and Weight Watchers. And then I would want to go out on the weekend, so I'd only, I wanted to have drinks, so I wouldn't eat anything so that I could drink booze that night. Mm. But I'd still stay to my points. And it was such a terrible way of looking at, you know, I can't even call it nutrition. Mm. Then I went to America for a year, where everyone was just like, you're amazing. This girl from Africa, she's so cool. Everything's so cool. I wasn't part of my school sports anymore. I wasn't dancing anymore. And I just gained 30 kilograms. I tipped the scale at 101, 102. But I thought I was so happy. Mm. I thought I was so happy because I was just living my best life. And then only when I got home and you see everyone that had now has seen you, they haven't seen you for a year and you've gained 30 kilograms. That's a... 60 blocks of butter I put on my body and it was like you can see the absolute disdain and my whole life was about weight that's all I cared about it did not matter it wasn't about how I was feeling because my happiness was directly linked like Stacey said the number in my pants yeah 16 14 12 14 12 14 12 14 16 14 12 16 12 16, like mad madness 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 and I think I got angry about it and then I also pretended like, I'm so fine. I'm a big girl with a personality and I love it. Yeah. I love it. Shots. Can I tell you something? Bullshit. And, and I wanted to just say something because the body positivity, I think, has to be more about I'm born with a nose that is different and I love it. My hair grows in a certain way and I love it. I've got wrinkles and I love it. Or I've got this. Or as Sky Shabalala, if you listen to this, tuning how flat my bum is every single time. And it's all funny and everything, but how much can we take, actually? Yeah. And I'm, I'm worried that sometimes we, we say body positivity when we're trying to cover the fact that we're too lazy to get up and go for the walk. Or because we actually, we cannot say no to that donut. Mm. And I'm not prepared to put in the effort for a good meal that I know because we are feeding ourselves. It is our medicine. Poison or medicine, you choose. Everything we put in our mouth is either feeding our bodies or it's poisoning it. There is no in-between. And I'm so afraid that this body positivity is becoming a way for us to just hide our laziness and our not self-love. It's one thing to say, I can't change the color of my skin or my scars. That's one thing. It's another thing when you say oh, body positivity because you just choose to watch Netflix all day. I think that's fair to say if you are a person who can eat a burger... And stay a size two. But why would there you eat the other, burger? No, but I'm, I'm saying that that's now, when you look at body positivity as, as an umbrella, right? Yeah. You have people who will eat bad and look like they eat. Then you have people who eat bad but don't look like they eat. Mm. Right? Oh, no, for sure. Health so, is so health. I'm, I'm throwing that in there because at the end of the day, I think what the umbrella of body positivity is loving your body mm. for what it is. But loving Not, your body enough to on, feed it well as well. Hold on. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. Loving your body for what it is. In loving your body, you will do what is best for your body. Well mm. said, yeah. So if my body now is a size 40 and I'm doing what it needs and what it loves, I will not lose weight carry Miller's rate. My body and her body, and your, we're all different. So we can't impose that the perfect BMI is this because of. So we look at the outside and we label that she's lazy, she doesn't do this because she's a size 40. No, 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 no. People who are a size 40, for example, who want the best for their body and are doing the best for their body. And the idea of body positivity is saying to that person, keep doing what is right for your body. That's 
it is about. It shouldn't be embracing the fact that you sit on a couch and eat seven burgers <coughs> and you are co- putting cholesterol into your system and we celebrate that. Absolutely not. Yeah. What it should be is, Carol, this is your body. You are doing the best you can to look after your body and love it for what it is. Because can I ask you something? J-Lo's. And it can't be, it should never be okay to celebrate J-Lo's body because of what it looks like. But yeah. tell Carol she's a piece of shit because she's not looking like a J-Lo body. My body will not take exercise, food, whatever, at the same rate as J-Lo. We will process food differently. But is Carol eating well? Is Carol doing the best she can for her body? J-Lo has a donut. Why is it wrong if Carol eats a donut? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? See, so I so love that you're loving your body for what it is and doing what is right and healthy for your body. That is body positivity. Don't put me down because I'm having a battle right now to fix my life. So we all have scars. So this is exactly, and I think I'm so glad that you said this because it becomes such a defensive thing. So first of all, I just want to point out how first world we are. And how privileged we are because all we've spoken about is losing weight where we have so many people that just need to gain some weight so the first thing is if we are in a situation where we're even thinking about losing weight that means that we are in some way and um, i have to say this we are some way overindulging. And you can say, am I doing the best for me? I can ask you, Carol, 1000% if you can look in my eyes, are you absolutely doing the best you can do for you? Are you? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay, I am. Ladies, wait. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> it's easy. I, I don't love have children. That we talk about body because things do get intense. Yeah. And, and it personal, will get intense. Right. It's, it's an ex- it's it's very personal. personal journey. And yes. for me, what 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 annoys me is when a person has got what they believe is they should right in the food and the health and whatever perspective, and they have no concept of your life of and your journey and, and what been. you want for your life. Yeah. Right. But we easy to put a label on. If we had to turn this around and let it not be about a body. For example, let it be about finances or success. Mm-hmm. There would be people who'd be doing a lot better who will throw things and put labels on you because they are doing a lot better. Yeah. The point of body positivity for me is about celebrate. You only have one body. Exactly. And you, you need to be in a space where you can love it to do what's right for it. And what's right for it is by you. You, the individual, will determine what's right for you. Nobody yeah. else must tell you what's right. It's your body. Do what you want to do with your body. If you want to eat burgers, that's your story. But do what you want with your body. You know, That's this it. takes me back in 2020 when um, the whole body positivity came back into our faces and we're right in the middle of the pandemic as a world and Vogue went up and put a plus size woman in front of the cover, right? Yeah, and this had the world going, that. how the hell do you do that? In the midst of a pandemic, you're promoting um, an unhealthy lifestyle. Obvious, yeah. And that reminds me part of what Kerry is saying and saying, no, but in all honesty, that is unhealthy. And then you went on to unpack something that I actually liked, although I didn't agree with the first part of unhealthy, because you can't look at someone and just assume they're unhealthy just because they're big. And I just want to say that you are putting words in my mouth there. Okay. So I do believe that everyone can be a different body shape. I am not saying that anyone in this room is unhealthy. What I am saying is as a human body, we need good water. Is one taking in enough water? As a human body, there are certain foods that are poisonous to us. A certain fast food chain, and I know you know what I'm talking about, that is not good for us. If you wouldn't give it to your newborn baby, for example, why do you give it to yourself? Because it becomes an addiction that we think makes us feel good. It's Easier said than not done. a shape. Remember, there's so a shape. many things that affect a diet, to finances, to where you grew up and how you grew up. But where I was going with this is that when we speak of body positivity, that I want everyone to 
to maybe even think of you spoke about something that i really like that some people need to gain weight yeah body positivity also speaks to those living with disabilities 100 body positivity speaks to people like me who have birthmarks on their face and oh, actually that pisses me off honestly those who keep saying oh you're so beautiful it's your birthmark huh I, that is the my birthmark yeah. is like me. It's just on my face. If I wake up and go to a surgery and go remove it, I'm still mini. Okay. If I decide to go get liposuction, I never that's even knew you choice. had a birthmark on your face. I do. It's big and green, like on my left side of my face. Do you wear makeup every time? No, I don't. No. Sometimes, do, do, Stacey, you've seen it. Sometimes yes. it's strong and it's in your face. Sometimes it's also depends on how much time you spend in the sun. Like your because your your skin is reacting. But the reason why this is such a tenuous thing of course is because we are four women who have been told what we're meant to look like totally who have been perhaps ill-advised but it's come from the right place because that is the norm Mm -hmm. this is we are told what is acceptable so you see when you apparently are unacceptable on somebody else's face Mm -hmm. you could kick-started bowing with those thighs. Yeah, I love my thighs now, by the way. They're still huge, but (laughs) I love them now. And the thing is, like, without these thighs, I wouldn't be able to, like, I don't know, walk, function, dance, twerk. Yeah. Quick one. So that we wrap up, because, well, it's over now. Um, (laughs) What would you tell your 18-year-old self when you had to tell them something about their body? Advice. Quickly. Get on board. Get on board. Mm. Less than 20 seconds. Something that tells you 20 your 20 year old self when it comes to your body. Never lose, lose touch of your true beauty. I love that. You, Carrie? Whatever choice you make, be okay with that in your head. Because the thoughts and the guilt about what I have eaten or drank is so much worse than what I've eaten or drank. <laughs> that guilt that sits there afterwards and the shame for when I was going through my binging. Yeah. Let that go. If you're going to eat it, eat it with love. Yeah. I would tell my 20-year-old self, go, you're not fat, you're still going to get fat. (laughs) You've been listening to Unshaken, an East Coast radio podcast. Find more at ecr.co.za under podcasts or on your favorite podcast app.